Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome into the show that's on in the afternoon. Uh, we've got a... Uh, I'm very excited to talk to our guest in studio today. He's like MacGyver. He's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, Joey Romer joining us here in studio. Now, you may have heard that name. First of all, very popular member of the St. John's County Sheriff's Office for a very, very long time. You probably, yes. If you've lived here for more than five years, right. you've heard this name before. Mm-hmm. But you may have heard it recently. Because he just got hit by a bus. What? He just got hit by a bus. <sighs> so we're going to talk to him about how this happened Y'all and what him. people need to know. On the ro- I mean, he was conducting a traffic stop. Terrible. Conducting a traffic stop right there on the side of the road. And, well, we'll get the story from him. And I'm, right. gonna, I'm not going to sit here and tell the story to you. Just move over. <clears throat> move over. We'll talk about the move over Can't wait. laws. Yes. Yeah. Because it's very, very important. Mm-hmm. These folks are on the side of the road every single day. Yeah. And people need to be aware and make sure uh, everybody's as safe as possible. So we will talk to him about that, his career in law enforcement. Um, he trains dogs yes. as well. Ugh. Can't wait to Amazing talk about dog that. trainer. Yes. He's the local dog whisperer yeah, here, I right. think, Move in over, St. John's Caesar. County. We've got Joey. That's right. Okay? You, you need yeah. Caesar. No, Come on, get out of here. Yeah, Joey laughs at Caesar. Okay? <laughs> right. Laughs at the guy. <laughs> um, and a whole lot more. Um, so uh, let's get right into it, Davey. All right, let's do it. We start by uh, telling you about our great friends at Bozard Ford Lincoln. They're celebrating 75 years here in St. John's County and Northeast Florida. They're here for you. You can experience their extensive selection of new and pre-owned vehicles, quick and quality servicing, and their parts and accessories shop that is absolutely second to none. Make sure you grab a signature burger at Ford's Garage while you're there. Mm -hmm. Uh, I would recommend the 904 Now Burger. It's the best one. It is. They offer services from home delivery to company fleet servicing. At Bozard Ford Lincoln, your family is their family, and they are driven to inspire. Also, our friends at the Bailey Group, and they provide custom solutions for happy, healthy employees. I like this. It's a very important thing. You need to take care of the people that take care of you. Building the perfect plan to attract high-performing and loyal employees is hard. Making sure that plan meets legal, regulatory, and other requirements, that's even harder. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need a program that is customized for you and your specific needs. Not an off-the-shelf package, not a cookie-cutter thing. True. It's never, you know, you get those cookie-cutter things, and then you run into a situation, and you're like, oh, crap. Right. This is the one thing that... That doesn't cover that if I would have talked to a local person, I would have been prepared for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, finding the right solution depends on having a different perspective that can take a step back, see the bigger picture, and also kind of zoom in and look at those intricate details that you're going to need. Uh, that's where the Bailey Group comes in, uh, bringing you the right people, technology, and experience, as well as the insights that can help you do so much more. Um, give them a call. Let them do all that and more for you. 904-461-1800. And of course, our friends at Amara ah, Med Spa. If you are craving the perfect blend of relaxation and rejuvenation, Ah, Amara Med Spa is your answer. I really wish we could do the Davy Cam for these. <laughs> <coughs> From luxurious spa treatments to advanced medical aesthetics, Ah, Amara's experts will personalize a plan just for you. Enhance your natural beauty with things like Botox, dermal fillers, or laser treatments. Experience top-notch care in their state-of-the-art facility. Feel refreshed and revitalized at Amara ah, Med Spa, 2100 A1A South Suite 2. Book your appointment today at theamaramedspa.com. All right, man. <laughs> It's relaxing. <laughs> it's very good. Polynesian. Yeah, very okay. Indonesian, yeah. All right, if you say so. 
Uh, is that the sauce at Chick Fil A? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, okay. That is, that yeah. Is, you know, right. right. Yes. That's what got Good me sauce. Good there. sauce. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we've got Joey Romer here hey. in the studio with us. Uh, how are you today, sir? Great I'm to doing see you. Pretty well, especially after watching you two this morning. <laughs> yeah, we're weirdos. I hey, look, we're weirdos, man. You stepped into a weird zone Yay, here today. Wake up the world. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Um, boy, you have been through a lot recently. We're gonna we're gonna get into the reason you are wearing a sling here. If people haven't uh, read this in the news yet, mm-hmm. but uh, let's talk about first your career in law enforcement. I believe you've been at it forty two years now, a very long wow. time here in St. John's County. What made you get into law enforcement? What gave you the bug? What gave you the itch to get into this <laughs> profession? Because it's not something everybody steps into every single day. It's if, not uh, something everybody can handle. I don't even think y'all are old enough to remember Pantry Pride. I used to work at a grocery store called Pantry Pride, and I was in Jack's Beach. Okay. Uh, one of my buddies, Dave, uh, actually had a brother, uh, Billy Carlisle, that that worked at Jack's Beach Police Station. And I was thinking about being a chiropractor, a fireman, whatnot. Hmm. And he says, why don't you become a cop? I said, I couldn't be a cop. I had the hair down to my chest. Oh, okay. wow. Okay. <laughs> so he got me hooked up with his brother to go take a ride along. And uh, his brother looked at me and said, hey, you got to get your hair cut. So I got it cut from about right here. Right up to here. <laughs> had, my, had my silk shirt on, nice. had my Levi bell bottoms on, I had wow. a tie on. Wow, yeah, total cop material, <laughs> sounds like. like. I was ready to ride, and uh, they, uh, or Billy looked at me, and he goes, you didn't get your hair cut. I said, yeah, I did, yeah, I did. <laughs> so, uh, Technically. We rode the first night in, in Jack's Beach, make a long story short. Um, there was a little pursuit. There was a burglary in progress. They caught that guy, and at the end of the shift, unfortunately, some, some guy hung himself. Oh, wow. And... Uh, I was like, wow, I want to do this again. He said, you go get your hair cut above your ears and you can come out tonight. I went and got it cut all the way up to here. Whoa, Whoa. you were in. So you were in ever at that since, point. Ever yeah. since, I was hooked. I That's was hooked. amazing. But, now, have you always been like connecting with people, even when you were at that grocery store where you were like a people person? Um, on the most part, I remember the first class in college I took, I had to stand in front of the class and give a speech. Oh, that terrified So me. I never went back. No. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm right there with wow. you. I'm right Except there with years you. Later. Years later, I ended up, uh, yeah, got back in college through the St. John's County Sheriff's Office. We had a program that was very fortunate, so I ended up with my bachelor's. Hey, cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, nice. That's farther than I'll ever get. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so, you know, we were talking before the show mm. um and and we spend a lot of time stressing about things like mental health on this show. Mm-hmm. So important. And in law enforcement, you guys just see, you guys are exposed to so much that I don't think people even realize. Um, and I know Sheriff Hardwick is big on, you know, when people go through a, a major incident, one of the first things he does is, hey, take a break and here's some options for mental health counseling and things like that. Um, can you give people any insights into... <clears throat> Into the mind of a law enforcement officer and and what it really means to be out there in the streets every day, literally putting your life on the line every single day. One thing that comes to mind is when something extremely traumatic is actually happening, say, for instance, you're involved in a shooting. Yeah. Your mind, I think, goes so quickly that everything is in slow motion. Mm. I had uh, – there was a bank robbery at uh, Bank of America – down at Wildwood and and US-1, I was up in Fruit Cove. So we had a general description of a car, and we thought that it was just one suspect 
that had driven away in the car, and there were two suspects still in the woods. So I bolted over to uh, I-95, the first turnaround, and what I try to read is you, you don't only have ve- or, or body language of a person, but you have a vehicle language too. Mm. If somebody drives by and you're like looking at all the cars and they're just like stone-faced, stared ahead, oh, oh. it's kind of like, that's not right. Most people are like, hey, you know. Right. They want to see what's going on. They're curious. Yeah. So within a minute, I see this car goes by. It kind of matches. I said, okay, I'm going to get behind it and look at vehicle language. So long story short, it pulled into the Chevron at 210. It matched, you know, somewhat of my suspect vehicle. I'd run the tag. The guy gets out and bebops up to the front door, towards the front door. And I'm like, hey, 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 I ran your tag. It doesn't come back as anything. I said, have you got your registration? And uh, he's like, no, 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 I don't have a registration. Um, okay, I just want to check it real quick. Have you got your driver's license on you? So I put him between me and the car. Mm-hmm. And from the back floorboard, two heads pop up. Uh-oh. And go back down. And I knew immediately I had my guys. Mm. These guys had gone around Tampa, Orlando, um, I think Tallahassee, a couple places, and had robbed banks. All three of them were armed and oh, dangerous. Wow. So I literally, in my mind, I knew this was the car. And I'm praying, Jesus, am I going to be alive in five minutes? Mm. Wow. And you think that. Right. Because um, you know these guys have guns. Oh, and you know yeah. they're willing Bad to use news. them. Yeah. What was ironic was, uh, well— I told the guy he wasn't in trouble or anything, but I managed to grab his hand and put the one handcuff on him, and it was literally a struggle. Mm. I mean, you have to, in a sense, in a situation like that, you have to more or less fight for your life, in a sense. I, I managed to get him handcuffs, handcuffs. So there was a gold police car on the other side of the gas pump where they were parked. It was from Atlanta. And I'm looking over, and I see these two guys in shorts, flip-flops, and T-shirts they're walking to the car, and I'm like, I got bank robbers. I knew they were the cops, and they were off duty. Right, right. Yeah. I got bank robbers. They've got guns. So we managed to get up to the car. They fought their guy. He got away. I handcuffed my guy, but I'm looking at the bag of money on the back seat with $53,000 in it. Was it covered and in I see the guns. Eight? Say what? <laughs> Don't they have the exploding? Uh, thing? No, this did not. That did not explode. Okay. No. So anyhow, uh, I'm, I'm seeing the gun at the floorboard at his knees, and his hands are up. And Golly. Yeah, you're pretty specific on your words and uh yeah. what's your adrenaline like is it going through the roof at that time or you just keep it calm i think the adrenaline comes later because you'll shake for hours yeah. afterwards really i remember um i think it was my third i was in a shooting one time and after that um that was actually god february 21st 2013 i shook my body actually kind of went into seizures later on just, yeah really and it, you're you're not it's so weird because I was angry with him for what he did. Mm-hmm. It wasn't my fault. It was his fault. Mm. And, and and your body just reacts in a different manner. Different pulse, You can't different control rhythm. it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you're a world traveler. I mean, you see a lot of different mm-hmm. cultures and stuff. How has that influenced and mm-hmm. affected your career? I I have fallen in love with the souls of the people. Mm-hmm. I don't go to your tourist areas. I don't stay on the tourist path. I, I meet with the people within the community. Uh, when I was 17 years old, I got dysentery from drinking water in a river and almost practically died. These kids carried me to a clinic. They put two IVs in me, squeezed, put a third in. And uh, that family has become my family in Panama, in a little village called Sona. Hmm. And uh, beautiful, beautiful people. Yeah. And, uh, and then... Martinelli, who was the president previous, uh, was elected from that village. And uh, 
boy, you can drive those roads, beautiful roads, all the way out to Santa Catalina. Beautiful roads cool. ever since. And the family started working for President Martinelli at the time. Uh-huh. So it was very interesting. Very, yeah. very, very nice. But I get in with the people. Yeah. Just like in Bali, you know, there's a family. God, they, they have brothers and sisters and cousins and whatnot. There's like 20 of them. They share one room with a hole in the floor that is a toilet. Yeah, that's it. And uh, they have this room here would make maybe two rooms, three rooms. They just cut them into sections. They have cardboard for their their clothes, cardboard on the ground with maybe some foam on it, Mm -hmm. some pillows. And that's where the two kids and the, the two parents sleep. But they have hardly anything, and yet. They're some of the happiest people on earth. I think that's such a powerful perspective for people to see. And and I think you're probably lucky to experience uh, that perspective, too. Because, you know, a lot of people, it's so funny how some of the poorest cultures are some of the happiest people. I've I've heard that from so many different people. And, you know, here we got... We got this thing that's stressing us out twenty four seven, right? Tell me about it. You're fighting with your spouse. <laughs> you're, I mean, this and that. I mean, we've just got so much coming at us. The price of even just living in a house, in a basic house, mm-hmm. in places like yeah. St. John's County, will stress you out. Mm-hmm. So, boy, that getting those perspectives must just be just a great addition to your life. I don't know how else to put it, Rewarding, but yeah. yeah, you learn so many different cultures in different regions of the world, Europe. Um, you know, Panama, Bali, Indonesia, mm-hmm. you know, Puerto Rico. Oh, boy. The Hispanics, they love to be loud and very vocal. Ay, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's It's a lot of fun. They're beautiful people. But, again, you fall in love with the souls of the people. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, people will look at them physically and say, God, that is just an ugly person. Mm-hmm. And then. Say, say, say that to me all the time, yeah. Say that to me all the well, time. Well, I was trying to fix my hair like yours this morning. <laughs> the tracks look great. Uh, but how have dogs? I mean, I know there's a big connection with you and dogs and like smart paws and everything. Like, how have dogs also influenced your life? Uh, well, I was 11 years old and I trained my dog and a neighbor saw it. Mm. So uh, he gave me five bucks to train his dog. And then he got a neighbor, and yeah. I trained his dog for five bucks. I had some cash. Yeah. So uh, I started uh, reading books at the library and uh, uh, got into it and started going to dog training places. And I was 11 years old at the time. And uh, just, just kind of got into it. Went to Jacksonville, started going to a place, um, oh gosh, up in Mandarin area that did training every weekend. So I learned a lot and uh, started training other people's dogs, and I was doing it for free for so many years. Hmm. And um, just kind of kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger, came up with the name Smart Paws, Mm -hmm. and uh, it kind of flew from there. And I started charging 25 bucks an hour, went up to 35, went up to 45. Good. And then I said, you know what? I'm going to go up to 65, 85. It's not an easy thing to do. 125. (laughs) (laughs) You you go until you hit that ceiling, right? Until you start getting more nose. I know I'm good. I am good. Uh, A lot of people, see, I'm I'm positive as well as negative reinforcement. Mm -hmm. And and there are some people out there that strictly want just the positive reinforcement. Now, positive reinforcement, there's nothing wrong with it. It may take six months compared to what I can do probably in a week. Mm-hmm. You know, but the dog has to know at the moment of the negative, some discomfort mm-hmm. to help it understand that this is a behavior that's not acceptable within the human pack. 
Right. Mm-hmm. So um, through that conditioning, through repetition, you you condition the dog for the behavior that you want within its human pack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's what's the secret? Because you see guys like Caesar Milan or whatever go in, and it seems like these dogs yeah. react to you instantly, and they're, he knows commands. The yeah. dogs just know. I'm yeah. like, what is, <laughs> what is the big secret about really uh, commanding the authority over a dog needs a leader? An yeah. yeah. A, do- a dog does what a dog does because it doesn't know what else to do. Mm-hmm. Help it to understand kinesthetically, hands on. Show it what to do. And then the dog will understand what to do. But be a leader. The dog is the follower. The humans are the leaders. And the dog has to understand that. But a lot of people, they think with their heart and not with their mind. And there's nothing wrong with that because they're beautiful people. They're sincere. They're kind. They're soft. But that's not what the dog needs. The dog needs leadership. And we have to help the dog to understand by thinking in the way of the dog, not not the way of the human. You know, what does a mother do to its puppy when it's not abiding by the rules? By the neck. Right, right. So what do we do? Is we use a collar. Mm-hmm. You know, we give it little leash snap corrections. The dog understands that. You do that to the hmm. neck of the human, then you're going to end up in the back of my patrol car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Calling Chris Lucero. <laughs> so how long does it take to, you get a really rowdy dog in front of you? Lots of energy. Oh, I how love lo- energy. Do you? Yeah. How long oh, does I've it take to match. really, <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> Three months. <laughs> Three months. <laughs> I've got your match. How long does it take to typically condition a dog into uh, to what you want? What Usually, you if, if you're having a behavioral issue, the light bulb comes on in about three days. Really? Um, yeah, they start, you're like, oh, he's getting it after the third day. Like when I teach my group classes or I teach somebody, you know, let's condition the dog through repetition. You know, first day, you're going to be pulling your hair out. Second day, eh, you get upset a little bit. It's not quite working. Third day, you're going to go, oh, my God, the light bulb just came on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. But different yeah. breeds are different kind of energies. I'm a pit bull lover, so <laughs> I've got a pity. Yes. And she's yes. a laser-focused kind of animal. I cannot break that concentration <laughs> of what she's, like, talking about. So, like, how do you deal with that with, like, a dopey Labradoodle? you got to find out what motivates the dog. Okay. Now, you said doodle. That's got poodle in it. Yeah. You tell a, a poodle, no, too harshly. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, it's my last day on earth. <laughs> I'm <laughs> done. Best friends are. And the pity says, screw you. I'm going to do what I want. I used to get booked out two and three months, but I had two beautiful trainers that helped me out a lot. Cool. And uh, Samantha and Megan, uh, man, we were we were booking out. So um, I kind of want to back off. I want to be able to. To travel more, to breathe. Okay. Mm. You know, I was working seven days a week. I had no life. Oh, wow. yeah. So um, we all talked about building a resort to board dogs and train dogs. And uh, I more or less stepped out of it. And they have built a beautiful facility up on Avenue A, five blocks north of the sheriff's oh, office. Wow. Yeah. Wonderful. I keep my dogs there when I go away. So you can board there too. Oh, as absolutely. As opposed to being a training Boarding, center. training, cleaning your dog. What do they call that? Right, yeah, right. <laughs> Bathing. But is there any, is there any, seriously, is there any breeds that you don't uh, board or you don't bring in? <laughs> mm. I don't board huskies. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I've got a little husky. I know why. They'll try to I escape on you, man. They'll get out of there. My neighbors would be pulling their hair out, pulling my hair out. Right, mm-hmm. right. Somebody pulled your hair out. <laughs> all of it. All of it. It was me dealing with this husky, man. <laughs> so uh, huskies are very prone to heart attacks as well. Interesting. Really? Yeah. And if they stress out too much, they could they could have a heart attack. Huh. But I just can't keep them quiet. That's just who they are. They're the closest really? animal to the to the original dog, Ray Wolf. Yeah, the wolf. You know? yeah, yeah, See, yeah. mine definitely has husky in her, but she is. you will never hear a peep out of her unless she's sleeping. That's the only time I hear noise out of her, when she's like barking in her sleep. <laughs> oh. That's it. So I guess. 
guess I got lucky on that tip, but uh, she definitely she tries to escape in any way. She, I don't know how she's escaping this fun. yard that's at some point. Game. She likes yes. Fort Knox yes. back yes. there, yeah. and she still yeah. finds a way out. Uh, yeah. Minor yeah. talkers, yeah. little chirp. They don't bark like one of them is. We call her Birdie because she's a chirper. She'll chirp at me like a Wookie all day, <laughs> all day long. You're like, what are you talking about? So yeah, I get. There's such personalities, right, Joey? They're just oh, something else. Amen. Yeah. Amen. But a lot of times, hey, when the dogs are loud. People are like, hush, shut up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're driving me crazy. What are you doing? Bark, 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 bark. You're right. actually carrying on oh, a yeah. conversation with the dog. Yeah. And people don't realize that. Oh. One of the best things to do is turn your back, ignore them. It's, it's hard to do. Uh, and eventually, hopefully, the dog will wipe down. So you kind of got to train the owner as well as the dog through the process, Amen. right? Amen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Some of the good things is I've trained dogs around the world, but I've even trained with the, the German police. Mm. They gave me a van to drive around with my dog. I couldn't believe it. A police van. I was okay. like, we would not do this in America. <laughs> yeah, wow. Right. But, uh, we just nah. don't loan out the cop cars, <laughs> yeah. man. But in, but in Asia, I've noticed, you know what? Oh, my God. They need some help over there. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, I was lined up to actually work a day over at Fens in, uh, in, in Kuta. And... Uh, now, I don't think I'll be doing it. Well, <laughs> I was going to work a dog over there for a day. I uh, I have friends that adopted a dog over in Bali and brought them back to the States. It was like a whole thing. They have to like li- literally like almost embezzle the animal out of the country yeah, it's to tough. be able to get it here. Well, you can dogs, get them out, but you can't get them in. Right. Yeah. Mm. Isn't that interesting? Bali will not accept dogs. Yeah, true. Yeah. Mm. True, true. Well, uh, you kind of touched on it here. Um, let's talk about the reason you're in the sling. Yeah. Mm. This happened? this happened just last week, right? Not too long ago, just a yeah, few days ago, really. Right around six p.m. Yeah. Um, oh, geez, you're just getting ready for New Year's. Yeah. Oh, I was going to work New Year's for one of the guys. I don't know who <laughs> really? ended up working, but oh, yeah, no. I like to work for the for the guys when they want to do something, or if it's a holiday, I don't mind working holidays. You know, so hmm. um, yeah, we had a we had a reckless driver call um, coming down US one, so I swooped off into uh, Stratton Stratton Road there and saw the car go by falling too closely. So that was a reason to go ahead and pull him over because he was committing a violation. Mm-hmm. Uh, pulled him over in the area of Kensington going southbound on US-1. And uh, I walk up to the driver window usually first. And once I feel comfortable, I can go over to the passenger window. But as I was talking, and I always look up, always look up. If I see somebody in the lane, hey, shine a flashlight down that way so they can see. Because with the blue lights on or the, the emergency lights on, Maybe maybe they can't quite. They're getting blinded by the by the lights a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's one reason to move over into the opposite lane or to slow down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when I see it, usually I'll shine the light. Hey, there's there's something up here. So slow down or move over. What I saw when I looked up, and I had looked up before. I was watching. For some reason, it was just right there, and I thought it was a truck, mm. and I just kind of in my brain. And boy, I was up all night the other night going over in my head. Um, I just wanted to let him know I was there. Mm, right. And as I did, I was getting hit at the same time. And I'm, I'm watching my flashlight. And I realized when I was thinking the other night, I saw my flashlight on. And it probably went 100 feet. But I'm glad it wasn't me going 100 feet. God, yeah. But uh, it did happen within two, three seconds. It's, it's, I looked up and I was like, whoa. I, I literally, I was scared. I was startled. Yeah. And uh mm, yeah. So what happens after that? Like did you um you I mean are you like what hap- what happens after you get hit? Hmm. Well, I jumped up and down like a kangaroo holding my hand cuz it hurt like a yeah yeah a yeah. Mofo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um but uh 
I just knew I needed rescue, and and I got on the radio, and uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I was I was kind of like high. Yeah, I'm, I'm normally calm on the radio, but yeah. I don't think I was calm on the radio. I wasn't. I was like, I'm hit, I'm hit. No, I you can't be after that. Yeah, yeah. But what what was uh, ironic was my my girlfriend had just sat down, and uh, she was on the dispatch radio for about two minutes, put her headset on, and she was the one that answered the call. But no I got to give her credit. Let me tell you what. She did phenomenally. She went right through the procedure. She did everything she needed to do on the money. Cool. On the money. Wow. She didn't go, you know, because a lot of people say, oh, my God, you know. I'd be a hot mess. Right. Somebody Not else right, take yeah. it out. <laughs> right. But no, she was calm, cool, calm, collective, and just did exactly what needed to be done. Got rescued to me quickly. Got got backup officers. Melanie Russell was the first one there. and And when you have one of your own there, someone that – you know, knows you and and is a part of you in a sense. Mm-hmm. Man, that that made the that that really helped out a lot. You and just gotta put you at ease. Yeah, corner. yeah. So I appreciate. Wow. All so, of- was this person intoxicated? Was the what happened to this? Did they keep going? Did you stop this? Did <sighs> okay, they stop? So or I thought it was a truck at first, and as it went by, I saw it was a black bus. Jeez, it was. Uh, Jeez, you got lucky, man. I've been saying it, it was one of the. It was a short bus. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh my bus! Sorry, great. Yeah, the big joke. It was a short bus. So um, it it kept going, and and I I got on the radio. I said it was a black bus, you know. Yeah, yeah. And and I saw it stop right around IGP at the traffic light area, and then I was told it came back. Um, I don't know the circumstance. I don't know. Okay. So, was it all just kind of a blur to yeah, you at that, that point? point? Just- uh, I was more focused on the pain on my hand and what I thought was apparently the, the muscle pulled down and all I saw was blood. So I thought I was missing half my thumb. Oh, yeah. wow. I was like, oh, my God, I got it up now. Right. I had, yeah. my, I had my thumb, this thumb. I had You're this like, thumb. I've been in 43 years, and now. I had this thumb bitten off about four years ago by a German shepherd. No And way. I looked down on the ground. I was training a dog, and we were just finished, and I was like, eh, whoa. Wow. <laughs> because normally when a dog bites you, you want to feed the hand or uh. feed the arm, you know. It's like. Really? They that, yeah. That they typically don't want all of it. They're like, oh, you're supposed oh. to pull away. Right, right, right. Well, it was in the spur of the moment, and I pulled back, and I literally thought, saw the top of my th- or my thumb with my thumbnail on the ground in front of the dog. <laughs> and I swooped in, and I grabbed it, and I started running in the house and said, I got to get the emergency room. The guy says, what happened? I said, your dog bit my thumb off. Wow. Oh, the first boy. thing he said was, you're not going to sue me, are you? I'm like, no. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> of course. Yeah, right. These days, that's, that's my the first job. thing that comes to people's mind. <laughs> if I get bitten, I get bitten. I've been bitten quite a few times. So mm-hmm. with the new ordinance, the move over law, how would that have changed this situation, do you think? When I did look up, I did not see any other vehicles around him. It just, I mean, it happened in the blink of an eye. It happened very quickly. But I just didn't see anything. And I was told... Um. Yeah, you know, he was doing 60 miles an hour. Golly. Wow. He, I was told, uh, he said he knew he was supposed to move over, but he thought he gave me enough room. I, I, and again, this is hearsay. I don't know. Sure, mm-hmm. sure, sure. Um, but if he just would have moved over or just would have slowed down. Yeah. You know? 60 miles an hour is way too fast. But, hey, mm. I'm not as hurt as a lot of people have been. Mm-hmm. And, and many people have been killed. I, I know one of the roadside crews that, that changed tires and helped people. One of them, I, I'm on a site on Facebook, was killed just this past December. Wow. Yeah. And uh, 
There was a six-year-old little girl that died up in Jacksonville. She got out of the passenger side when her mm-hmm. mom was broke down. Right. I mm-hmm. think it was a flat tire on the driver's side of the car. And all she did was just step right there to the white line at the edge of the road and was hit and killed a yeah. child. Yeah. If that person would have just moved over to the opposite lane or at least slowed down, mm-hmm. you know, I see these these uh, phone trucks and stuff on the side of the road. I saw one yesterday. Yeah. And, and he's got his flashers on. Well, I even gave him, it was a two lane road. I slowed down and, and even went into the oncoming lane a little bit, mm-hmm. but he was nowhere near the truck. I don't know where he was, but the truck was there. Mm-hmm. I didn't see him, but I saw the truck and it had his flashers on. You are required by law to slow down. If you can't get over on a two lane road, then just slow down 20 miles an hour slower than the speed limit. Totally. Okay. Yeah. That would have made a huge difference. I wrote 13 tickets on Move Over Act just in the past two months. Really? really? Yeah. I think wow. 35 for the year of 2023. So you guys are out there looking for them. Oh. I mean, if you see somebody that's not moving, you especially now, I Literally. mean, you're going to have your eyes peeled yeah. for this. Well, I've seen deputies almost get hit. Um, I bet. Uh, Steve Lake was out on uh, um, Nocatee a few months back. And he's leaning in, and this lady in an SUV, just her mirror just barely missed his back. Oh. But I sit there, and I look specifically for people that don't move over when other deputies are doing something. Yeah. Or even a wrecker. Or these, these guys uh, working on the side of the road with their lights on. I will sit there intentionally, and if somebody violates the move over, right, 99 and 9 tenths of the time, you're going to get a ticket. Mm. What does that look like? Yeah, what is the, what's the penalty if you don't move it's, over? It's only 136 But I say only, <sighs> but for $136, it's a lot of money for some people. Right. It is yeah. a lot. It's, it's for most of us, especially yeah. here in St. John's County. True. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what kind of vehicles does this apply to? It sounds like it's not just police vehicles. No. Well, you've got your wreckers. You've got your ambulances, fire trucks. Um Police cars. Now, any disabled, any vehicle on the roadside, if it's got their flashers going, Mm. you know, they have got to, if they cannot move over, they have got to slow down 20 miles an hour slower than the posted speed limit. What if they put a red thing? Sometimes they see the red flag and they don't have the flashers on. You know, they'll put a red t-shirt I'm going to have to look at the statute, but I don't know. I'm not going to say either way because that I don't know. I would have to read into the the new statute. Just move over nonetheless. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Well, there was recently an incident where we had to take a dog. Um, Well, I had a plane crash in front of me Mm. on uh, 323-23. And uh, the poor dog, Emma, I managed to get – I had the help with somebody dressed all in black. We got the gentleman out of the fire, and the woman got out on her own uh, on a plane crash. But when we took the dog to uh, Animal Hospital, we were in a fire truck, and we had the lights going and the siren going. And I would say 90% of the knuckleheads, of of the people, Mm -hmm. would not move out of the way. Get out. For a fire truck with lights and sirens on. Yeah. It was a pickup truck, fire truck. What do you think that still. is? Do you think it's a distraction? you think it's like too loud of music playing in their car? Like, I mean, I, I always move over. I think what people should do on the most part is adjust their mirrors to okay. where they can see in their peripheral vision. If I'm looking forward, I've got my mirror, you know. Right on, yeah. Yeah, just yesterday I was on Holmes and I saw an ambulance coming. Yeah, hey, I moved completely out of the way well ahead of time. And then he has to get right on the bumpers of these other cars to make them get out of the way. Wow. Just 
I, I don't think there's a ton of education around that either True. anymore. It doesn't seem should. like we hear but as much about that. This is educational. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This needs to be done. It needs to be put out there. Move over. It may save somebody $136. It may save a life. It mm-hmm. may save from injury. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Joey, what do you think your guardian angels are saying about you up, upstairs? <laughs> <laughs> you have come through some incredible, incredible circumstances. Yeah, uh, well, November 2nd of 1997, I was run over from behind by a golf cart, including my five-year-old daughter at the time. Oh, my god! Uh, crushed three discs and uh, cracked my hip. Um, yeah, I was down for the count for a good, eh, well, I couldn't walk hardly for six months. Still couldn't walk for a couple years after that, but after about three years, I got around pretty good. Wow. Yeah. Incredible. But, uh, this yeah, guy's got to have a team of guardian at, angels out right, there, right? you got to swap team of guardians. Times. I've heard the bullets go by. I've uh-huh. had to go home and change my drawers a few times. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, I bet. Unfortunately, I've been involved in three shootings. Um, yeah, crazy. First one, Circle K, 16 and 95. Second one, Circle K, 207 US1. Third one, right across the street from my first one. People oh think, uh, people from the outside think you guys look forward to that stuff. No. Getting into no. those things. No. It, it's got to be... The thing you want the least as a police officer is to get into situations like that, violent situations, shootings, things like that. Yeah, I mean, I want to take care of it. Right. You right. know, because right. you have to. I don't want to see you hurt. Right. Guarantee somebody starts to hurt you. I'm going to stand up and I'm going to protect you. Yeah. Um, it's people helping people. And, and that's what it's all about. Not just in law enforcement, but here in life, everyday life. I had a woman... Here I am in my cast the other day. I was in Publix, and I just went to get a little thing of sushi. And she had a grocery cart full of stuff in front of me. And she said, hey, go ahead and go in front of me. I said, oh, oh thank you, because I was going to be quick. Yeah. And she says, let me pay for that. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. And uh, she was adamant. So she paid for it. I thanked her. I got out of there, and I sat out in the parking lot. She was parked right in front of me. I said, hey, if you ever have a dog, I will train it for free. I said, I'll give you $125 free Training lesson. Joey, I'm going to buy you cool. some sushi this afternoon, buddy. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Joey Romer, hey, thank you so much. Golly, this was a yeah. great talk, man. Such I had a, a lot of fun. Talk. I learned a lot. Yeah, and uh, thank you for coming in. It, 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 hit us up anytime. We'd love to have you back in studio sometime. Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Amazing human being. Tell people where they can find you at Smart Paws, too, Aha. please. Well, you can talk to the girls, Megan and Samantha, at uh, 4735. I think that's what it is, 4735 Avenue A. It's five blocks north of the sheriff's office. Okay. They've got the training facility. Uh, they've got boarding. Great boarding and grooming. Okay. Oh, so, um, yeah, and I'll be in Bali. So, if you ever want to go to Bali, hey, Give there me a go. holler. Let's All go. Right. I got Charles that will pick you up. Okay. <laughs> and I have uh, Tamanasi Homestay. And, <laughs> and then uh, Komang will set you up with a scooter. And uh, oh, what was crazy? One last thing. Yeah. So 2019, uh, Agung, the volcano erupted okay. while I was there. Oh, wow. Great stuff. So the next year, I went back to Al uh-huh. in the Philippines. We're coming in for a landing, and it exploded 22 miles to our south. Okay. The smoke was coming out going this way. So two volcanoes in a year. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and, and you're excited about yeah. that. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, oh, stuff, man. Joey. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you, man. That was fun. That was a lot that of fun. That was fun. Great but, uh, I mean, also, moral of the story, move over. Move over. Move the hell over. Yes. Jeez, Just man. Just move over, Slow down, move yeah, over. Yeah, that's the best thing you can do. 100%. Best thing you can do. All right.
let's see here. We, oh, you don't have to worry about moving over if you were with uh, riding the Old Town Trolley. Hey, perfect. Yeah. You just there you sit go. there and ride. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a lot more than that, <laughs> Davey. Jeez. No, uh, they offer an immersive experience through just the best sites uh, in the city of St. Augustine. They're going to teach you a lot. There's a lot of great information. You're going to have fun along the way, too. It's just a fun thing to do. It's a great family thing as well. Um, so get your butt on the Old Town trolleys. It's the best way to get through downtown if you want to see stuff. And give a call to All American Air. They've been serving St. Augustine. They take great pride in providing quality service and installations, in turn gaining a customer for life. All American Air can match any price, but no one can match their quality and service. Their friends at All American Air can take exceptional care of your home unit. If your filter is gray, don't forget it can be changed today. Give them a call, 904-461-0070. And, of course, our friends at Bin 39 Wine Bar. A little wine bar you're going to love at the end of St. George Street right out there by Orange Street. Mm-hmm. Did I say St. George Street? St. I didn't George. Say that, it was did like it? a hybrid of orange and St. George. <laughs> yeah, so I was thinking yeah. orange. I was saying George. <laughs> All right. Uh, awesome atmosphere. The yes. atmosphere is absolutely amazing out there. Perfect for a little gathering mm-hmm. or a spontaneous after work unwind. Very nice. You're going to find your new wine out there at Bin 39. Give them a call. Uh, 904-827-5740. All right, it is horoscope time. Oh, boy. Libra and Aquarius on deck. Uh, Clay, let's get this moving. All right. Very nice. Libra, your constant pursuit of balance will be disrupted this week. Expect to be thrown off as chaos ensues in all areas of your life. Your efforts will keep the peace. Your efforts to keep the peace will all be in vain. Leaving you feeling drained and disheartened. Remember, life is messy, and sometimes you just have to let go of control. Uh, Yeah, true. Hard for some people to do. That is true. Control freaks. Aquarius, your rebellious nature will be met with resistance this week. Mm. Your unconventional ideas and desire for change will be met with skepticism and extreme opposition. Mm -hmm. Expect to feel isolated and misunderstood as you fight against the norm. Remember, not everyone is ready for your groundbreaking brilliance. Oh, not that great. All right. Um, what do you got, Davey? Well, we've got some great things happening. We've got Limelight Presents Shakespeare in the Parking Lot. Okay. So this company called Pursue by a Bear is doing A Midsummer Night's Dream by William Shakespeare, one of the greatest uh, shows ever. Uh, the show dates are January 5th, so the tomorrow, the 6th, and the 7th. This is all happening around 7 o'clock p.m., and then on the 7th is at 2 o'clock p.m. This is happening in the back parking lot of Limelight Theater, so this is going to be very, very cool. The admission is free, but there's also limited seating. If you'd like to reserve a seat, please email Email them, and I'll put that in comments. Um, it's uh, pbab dot dot shakespeare at gmail.com. I'll put it in comments. No problem. No big deal. <laughs> but very very cool. This is happening seven o'clock p.m. over at Limelight Parking Lot. So that could be very kind of cool. It's All a, right. It's a, it's an outdoor play, so I can see how that this could really work. So yeah. Cool. Very good. Uh, First Friday Art Walk is happening this uh, Friday. There you go. Uh, St. Augustine's premier monthly art experience. So check out um, all the different art galleries. There's Ancient City Art Gallery is going to be featuring a block party um, over at Avila's Street. So yeah, check them out. Ancient City Art Gallery. They've got a lot of fun things happening and and they're supporting a lot of local artists, which is great. This is that Friday from 5 to 9 p.m. 
All right, good deal. They love Art Walk. Yes. Hey, Hastings is doing a Boulevard car show. Running with the big dogs is what it's called. Okay. You discover an automotive history at the Saint Aug- uh, at the Hastings pop-up market and Boulevard car show on February 10th. So save that date. Marvel at the classic and vintage cars on Hastings Main Street and enjoy engaging stories from passionate owners and explore a lively pop-up market offering unique finds. Whether you're a car enthusiast, collector, or looking for a delightful day out, join them for an unforgettable celebration of classic cars and vintage treasures. This is happening at 9 a.m. And uh, the show the show starts at 10, uh, 10 a.m. Excuse me. Okay. Hope to see you there. Very cool. All right. Yeah, yeah that sounds a good one. Sounds like a good one. Uh, all right, man. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Car show with the big dogs. Big dogs, yes. Dogs. D-A-W-Gs, yes, it said, by the for way. for sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, let the big dogs at Panache. Hey, yes. The fancy dogs. That's like calling Donna the buffalo. We can't call those ladies. <laughs> and gentlemen. Dogs. She'll, she'll be here tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Uh, since 1987, Panache opened its doors to be a cut above the rest. Their mission at Panache is to care for their team, their guests, and their community. From scalp to soul and bring joy to the world one service at a time. The Panache difference is their carefully chosen and highly trained staff who is there to exceed your expectations every single time. Same goes for their elegant salon space, by the way. Mm. They're dedicated to comfort and devoted to innovation and artistry. They're focused on making your day and continually raising the bar. They're also proud to align with Aveda in their mission of ethical and sustainable business practices and their high fashion aesthetic. Oh, very nice. You got to go into Panache, a staple of the island, a staple of St. Augustine, a staple of St. John's County. Getpanache.com. Hey, I've got exciting news from the United Way of St. John's County. Love it. Before the break, we, they were not sure if they were going to get the giant grant, but they're thrilled to announce a monumental $650,000 grant for over three years from the esteemed Dolores Bar Weaver Legacy Fund. Wow. And the Community Foundation of Northeast Florida. So cool. The transformative uh, contribution will support uh, the St. John's County United Way's mission to create greater health, education, and financial stability for all neighbors in St. John's and Putnam County. A heartfelt thanks to Dolores Bar Weaver for their unwavering support. Check out more on unitedway-sjc.org, and congratulations, you guys. It's amazing what happens when we live united. Yes, sir. That is the truth, man. Um, all right. How are we ending the show today? All right. Well, we've got classical art memes that prov- uh, prove the struggle has been real throughout the times. I just did Pinky Up, but I did it Dr. Evil oh, style. Dr. So. Evil style. One million dollars. <laughs> One million. Okay. All right, Clay. So here we go. When the staff meeting is about to end and then somebody asks another question. Oh, my oh, God. I hate this. It even in school. It was like, come on, Becky. It's always Clay in our staff meetings. Always. Jeez, Clay. <laughs> um, okay, uh, when you're already irritated and you catch your pocket on the kitchen door knob. Dude, this Ugh. happened to me the other day. I know, it's frustrating. Urgh. It's like, can life, it always happens when everything's going wrong. Yeah. And you're like, can life get any worse? It's like, that was the last straw. It really always <laughs> is, yep. Next one, this escape room sucks. Uh, once again, sir, this is a psych ward. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's are made so you can't escape. This next one, when you come home drunk and you start lecturing your pets. Mm, yep. Wow, yeah. that's an actual photo of me. 
Probably. Yep. yep. Me too. Next, uh, when you can feel a sneeze coming. Scary. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, me immediately aging 50 years after asking an intern what straight bus and no cap means. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Troy. I think I know that one. Yeah, that's yeah. it almost looks like Troy. That's a Troy beard. Yeah, the if outfit. you put a hat on that guy, yep. that's almost exactly Troy, Look honestly. The eyes, guys. Look the at the eyes, eyes. the yeah. nose. I got to tell you, a very, very, I think Troy is uh, reincarnated there from this is. guy. Next up, Troy. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to cancel tonight. I hope you haven't gone to any trouble. Meanwhile, she's like, literally Yeah, yeah. Next up, I, uh, AI will never replace my job. Why? I'm unemployed. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I think AI can do that, though. I think so, too. Next up, when it's four o'clock in the morning and your cat is hungry while your dog needs to relieve itself. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go out. Next up, when you want to comfort it's... your BFF, but her boyfriend dumped her and you're missing your show at the same time. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> that picture with the demons is so weird. Isn't that nice? There's a lot going on Classical there. artwork. <laughs> it's classical millions. artwork. Okay. Millions. Millions of dollars. <laughs> uh, all right, man. Good show today. Thank you for helping wrangle that. Uh, thank you to Joey Romer. Yeah. For coming in. Great show. Very man. cool. Very fun yeah. guy to talk to. Uh, thank you, Clay, for pressing all the buttons. You guys out there for watching. Have a great rest of your day, and uh, we'll talk to you in the morning. Bye, everybody.